When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This episode of TFL Talking Trucks is going to be filled only with good news. Yes, we decided all the bad news can wait until 2023. <laughs> yes, of course, this is November. We're, uh, we're in holiday spirit. We're getting there. We're getting there. We're still yeah. punchy from a lot of ho- too much holiday spirit, to be honest. Yes, we're there. punchy from LA Auto Show and many other things. Many other things. But the good news is, guys, you got us fresh as daisies on a Monday. That's, yes. That's for us. Yes. Uh, we're recording this on a Monday. And this episode of TFL Talking Trucks podcast is dedicated to cheap trucks. This is why it's good news, because I think the market is stabilizing a little bit. Yes, well, the used market. He, yes, yes, the, yes, the used market. Used car and truck market is actually starting to finally calm down a bit, and we've been seeing some prices coming down. Now, some people are still smoking some weird stuff because they're asking way too much money for some of their vehicles, and we've seen them. However, if you look at the bulk of vehicles that are out there, both on car lots and being sold by private citizens, they are coming down in price. And by the way, you're probably listening to this uh, right after Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, so happy Thanksgiving, and be careful. Trip to Tethan can kill. Well, or you're probably very sleepy right now. Or, 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 so thank so you for not, listening. Maybe I was thinking of a different type of thing. Trip to uh, okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. So before we get going, we have to thank our uh, Patreon.com supporters, because you guys have supported us in a huge way last week. Yeah. Now, how can they support us on Patreon? Patreon.com slash TFLcar is one page for all TFL support, no matter which channel, because we have eight channels. That's right. Now, if you have a question, this is the place to ask it, because we will answer it directly, as opposed to throwing out a couple you know, answers and questions and whatnot on uh, the videos that you comment on. This is a way to talk directly to us and to have a guaranteed response. Yes. And just listen to this. Within the last four to five days, we have, is this, is this true? I think we're one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, like eight new supporters. Wow. Eight. All right, let's go through them. Nick Sokolov. Thank you, Nick. Um, Alan Young, Ed S., Carl Fisher, Joe Mattis, uh, Kevin James. Oh, Kevin James was last week. Last week. I I remember (laughs) that because we had a celebrity. But guys, thank you. That's the spirit. Thank you very much for supporting us. Without your support, we could not do this podcast or any of the podcasts that we're doing. Exactly. And we have a couple of questions, actually. So there's one question uh, I want to lead off of uh, from Joe. So Joe, uh, thank you. Joe is from Indiana, and he is writing from TR Manufacturing. 
Hmm, okay. So thank you, Joe. Thanks, Joe. Uh, and Joe is kind of uh, mentioning our project, or EV swap, that we are working on and publishing some videos about. Yeah, that's that the Ford F one hundred that we have had a lot of experience with recently. Yes. So it's on TFL EV. You could check it out using alltfl.com for everything automotive on TFL. Right. Um, and it's a 1965 Ford F100 EV swap. We turned it into a Tesla truck. And you may be saying, well, I'm not interested in that. Well, that's fair. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, but Joe had a question about this and or actually more of a comment um, saying that EV swapping currently for classic trucks is like going from carburetors to fuel injection. Which is a really interesting way to, 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 to phrase it. And Joe is uh, someone who's grown up working on some cars. So I can understand that perspective. We're still getting used to it. I, I know a lot of you guys think that we're totally gung-ho towards electrification, especially after seeing the project that we're talking about. But it, we're just trying to be journalists. We're trying to cover everything. And so some of the stuff is kind of hard to take, and some of it is pretty amazing. Yes. So thank you, Joe, for writing, and I'll respond to you directly on Patreon.com because you had several different intertwined questions here right? Uh, about many things like the Ford Lightning we tested and um, Jeep Gladiator that we've... Uh, yeah, that had. was a couple of years ago yeah. we had that project, and I know you liked that project, Joe, and I, I did too. It was one of my favorites. And also one comment from Carl Fisher about uh, manufacturers uh, pushing the limits on towing, mm -hmm. which we discussed in the previous episode. That's as well. right, we did, but he had some other uh, interesting insight as well. Yeah, he's basically saying that uh, now the heavy duty trucks that are rated to tow now 40,000 pounds with the Ford Super Duty right. for 2023. Which is still insane. Which is insane. Uh, Carl says you need a CDL, and absolutely correct. Mm -hmm. uh, Carl says 26,000 pound combination weight or 10,000 pounds or more of towing, CDL is required, commercial driver's license. And I believe that is absolutely correct. Correct. Uh, in most states, of course, there's some nuances, you know. Yeah, in, in there's a couple, of, there's to but, some states, but for the most part. And also the other nuance is if you're pulling a camper. Mm. So there's some exceptions in some states Which if you're camping. Which is nuts because some of those campers are absolutely ginormous and I've seen places where we don't need a special license to pull them. And Carl says, when, when will Ford and General Motors and others start building semi-trucks again? I mean, if you think about it, look how far they've gone with their heavy-duty trucks. Well, they're half a semi now. They're half a semi. <laughs> it's it's, it's kind of like, well... You know, they, they're, they're so close to it. And, and to answer his question, at least as far as I can tell, uh, they would have to be dealing with an awful lot of competition to start up again. I mean, from Peterbilt so, and from Mac and some of these other, you know. Yeah, what's happening, I think, in the semi-truck world, and by the way, we'll get to the cheap trucks in a second. Yes. Um, what's happening in the semi-trucks world, there's kind of consolidation, right? Mm -hmm. So there's some giant players in the space, like you said, you know, Peterbilt and um, Freightliner, and they're they're kind of... In some cases, they're buying multiple brands. Right. So it's really hard to take some of those big conglomerates as far as um, semi-truck. And there's the Europeans who are also playing in the same space as well. And then there's the new tech that's coming out with these vehicles, not just electrification, but, well, actually, yeah, hybrid uh, heavy, 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 heavy-duty trucks are coming out. And so we're going to see more and more of this, and it's going to change the entire play space. Um, I know a lot of you guys are questioning whether or not the Tesla, you know, big rigs are going to hit the road. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> you know, it's up in the air. But once again, there's just it's becoming more and more of a crowded space, even though the big guys are consolidating. 
Yes, so here's what we did for this episode. Nathan and I sat down and we prepared and we looked for pickup trucks, used ones, under $10,000 right. that we would buy or that we're interested in buying. Yeah, or well, in my case, there were a couple out there that I wouldn't necessarily buy, but I know people who would buy them who perhaps are working in certain fields. And I was personally looking at more of uh, trucks that are, are, are worker-friendly, not necessarily just play things, but there are a couple that are actually pretty... Uh, playful. So let's start with this one <laughs> because this is playful. This is not a daily driver. No, 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 no. Uh, what, it was in 1924. Is that the um, <laughs> so 29? 29. So uh, this is a Model A truck. Truck. Uh, I wanted to revisit Roman's past when he was in high school and driving Whoa. a new truck. Um, and what's really cool? Okay, this one's ten thousand dollars, and it's complete. It's a runner. So it drives, has a lot of the uh, old tech still in it. Unfortunately, that means that some of it means that it's not necessarily road legal. So there are some components that would be needed in order to make this thing, you know, with brake lights and turn signals and whatnot, and I, maybe even headlights that work, stuff like that in order to make this thing street legal. But what a project. So I saw this and I kept, I thought to myself, I would love to have something like this to work on. That was what I thought when I saw it. And I think Andre agrees. It's kind of a cool, like, possible toy to play with. I don't think Roman will buy it for us, though. So first of all, if you check out TFL Classics channel. By the way, Classics is on fire. TFL Classics, Tommy and Brandon and they, the rest of the team. They have been working really hard making that a, a hell of a... I mean, we thought that Classics were dead and nobody would watch it because we had a Classics channel before. Yeah, yeah. Tommy resurrected it and has pumped new life into it, and it really is rocking. Yeah, and uh, there's a video, if not now, but... Within a day or so, uh, I actually uh, had a chance to experience, learn about a 1928 Model A truck uh -huh. on top of an F700 truck chassis. So it was a rat rod, just old conglomeration of just art and, and just a lot of work that went into it. But this one is clean. Yes, and it has, I believe, clean. the original drivetrain, the original engine, the four-cylinder, uh, I believe a three-speed manual transmission. And, you know, the cool thing is, guys, I, some people love the rat rods or, or, or restro mods and all this other stuff that, you know, kind of like what we did with putting an electric powertrain inside of <laughs> an F100. And other people love a Sano, a, uh, a factory fresh-looking truck, something or something that looks period correct. And that's kind of where I am. I love the old stuff that doesn't necessarily have all the goodies in it. Maybe maybe it has new brakes or something kind of hidden or whatever. But for the most part, you know, something that really represents the past. And I like that personally. So between what he drove and between what we just saw with that Model A that uh, was listed for ten grand, which I think you might be able to bargain on, cool truck. But that was supposed to be saved for the end, Andre. I'm sorry. <laughs> Okay. So let's move, switch gears. Yes. Oh. And, and uh, here's some trucks that we found locally. By the way, we're in Colorado. So for us to find an all-wheel drive or a four-wheel drive pickup truck, they're valued higher here. So it's a little bit more difficult. There is at least one truck on this list that has a rear drive. But this one certainly is all-wheel drive. Here's what I found. 2008 Honda Ridgeline. And I think, Nathan, you would agree with me on this. Uh, that the first-gen Ridgeline uh, pickups, yes, they're unibody technically with a subframe. Yeah, there is a subframe. Uh, in the back, and so, some of you guys don't call them trucks, but it's a pickup. It's a pickup, and I think saying it's a pickup, just like my little tr pickup, is fair. 
So this one is local. This one is in Greeley, Colorado, mm-hmm. 152,000 miles approximately. It's in purple or it's some sort of a weird, strange oh, that's, color. that's a maroon. Uh, but it's listed as purple. Uh, maybe that's not a good thing to list a truck as purple yeah, I think it's on, a, on your sale. Well, especially if it's not purple. Uh, exactly. So, but... It looks clean. Uh, they're asking $10,500. Mm. But it is fairly clean, dude. Yeah. Uh, so the real question is whether or not a vehicle like that is worth it. Now, the first year, what year is that? 2008? Eight. So it's not the very, very first year that it was made, but it's pretty close. And... Um, this one looks like it's the base model too. Uh, those four-wheel drive, it of course. Say what trim it is? Um, um, newish tires. Mm, okay. Well, anyway, um, so it looks like a pretty good possibility. It's something definitely for people who don't need real truck capability, but they still are rated to tow at five thousand pounds, and I believe they could haul at least fifteen hundred pounds. And also very comfortable. Extremely comfortable. Still, co- still yeah, even the, the older version still had a wonderful seats. It's like driving a minivan. Big surprise, they're related. And I always thought that they were great. I just didn't like the way they looked, which was partially fixed with the second generation. But actually, I'm kind of partial to this because it's kind of squarish. And I like square vehicles. Yeah, but and you don't like it? Well, the okay. thing is, the, the silhouette, but, it looks, you can't tell which side's the front. Oh, uh, yeah, that, that happens, does. But but I kind of love this squarish appearance. No, I, I would agree. But, it's got uh, some... As we move forward yeah. in these listings, by the way, these are, these are real listings that we found. Yeah, you can find them. Currently. Yeah, and most of, if not all of these are Craigslist listings, too, by or the way. Or Facebook Marketplace. Right. This and is where we're By at. the way, we went and looked at both dealerships and uh, private sales. Yes. I kind of focus a little bit more on private. Mm. I know you you saw a I couple. did 50-50. Um, yeah. Um, and I, I also want to mention some, like, tips about um, actually zeroing in on a good one or a bad one. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So, for example, this Honda Ridgeline, decent pictures. Yep. Shows every angle. Yep. So the person who is selling it, I think, took a little bit of care, and they showed the engine bay. They showed the interior front and, and, and they rear. they cleaned the damn car. Yes. So, man. I can't tell you how frustrating it is to see ads where people will just leave all their crap in their car or truck and like, yeah, here it is. You know, maybe I'll clean it by the time you come and get it or whatever. And I hate that. Yeah. You know, it, so this is that's so already a good this sign. This is a good sign. This this truck, this Honda Ridgeline has license plates that were marked off because they were uh, privacy uh, conscious. Yeah. But I like I still like seeing that. What I hate seeing is outdated plates. Uh, that's usually a bad sign on the sale. Yep. Or paper plates, you know. They just registered the truck, but they're selling it again. Right, they're trying to flip so, it again because maybe something's wrong. Yeah, so I don't like seeing that. But uh, this particular one I thought was pretty decent. Yeah, privately owned. Also, it doesn't look like there's, uh, at least with these pictures, a whole lot of uh, body rust, which is kind of not that common on these trucks by comparison. Uh, but it doesn't look like it's scarred or damaged and has been highly abused. More importantly, hasn't been lowered to the ground or lifted to the sky. Two things that I would definitely avoid on a ridgeline. Now, I picked this one out because I was looking at a proper work truck. I wanted something heavy-duty. And for under $10,000, this was a uh, F350, I believe. 2002, correct. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Now, it does have a lot of miles, but for an, for a heavy-duty truck, I don't think it's ridiculous. And um, 174,000 miles. Actually, no, it's not ridiculous for yeah, a truck like this. Yeah, I think like that this. that's pretty good considering it's year. And it just looks like a solid truck. So here's what I like about your pick here. 
Hold on, let me get a bigger picture of it here. Uh, this is on Craigslist, mm -hmm. and this is a used car dealer. Yeah. Um, what I love, first of all, for under 10K, eight foot bed, yep. full crew cab. That's exactly it. I wanted a full on work truck. Usability, a lot right. of usability there. Um, there's some rust. The front bumper is rusty. Yep. Not in love with that. But obviously, I mean, for the price, right? And it's, it's a work truck. You can see from the bed that it has been pounded for work. Yeah. But and it's kind of a basic, like, Excel, basic, basic it's, It is. But what I did like about it is the tires look almost brand new. And, I mean, it's hard to tell with these pictures because it's definitely had some rust on it. I'm guessing that that front rust, by the way, it may have been a plow at one point in time. That's what it appears to be. Yeah, yeah. it may have been a plow, but that bumper can be swapped. Exactly. And what else I love about this is... Um, and this engine, I think, doesn't get a ton of love, but it's a V10. Mm -hmm. It's a gas motor, so you don't have. That's why. That's what allows this truck to be a little bit more affordable. Right. Um, and if it's been gone through, we had an um, excursion. Yeah. V10. Uh, well, <laughs> we V10. have a lot of experience with that. Yes, we did, and it was a solid powertrain. It um, isn't exactly what I would co say comparable to anything that's diesel, but it, that's not the point. Still plenty of power. The interior looked like it was in pretty good shape. Very basic and simple. That's a personal like for me. So no power windows to worry about. They're manual windows. Good old days. But at the same time, I mean, it is something that's rated to tow quite a bit and can haul a lot. Yes, totally. A lot of weight. And, uh, you know, those V10s were known for kind of shooting spark plugs out. But if it's properly taken care of... If it's properly of, taken then they yeah. can last 300,000 miles. Yeah, and it's a really torquey motor. It's not a fast truck by any means. No. Don't expect this truck to be fast. But um, that's a really good choice. Okay, why don't we Do you want to see my next one? Yes, I do. Um, okay, so let's go there now. Uh, so I pulled this up because uh, I've been eyeing some of these first-gen first Tundras. You said first-gen, and I love it. Sorry. And it's funny, because you and I did choose a similar truck, but also with big differences. That is a really good-looking truck right there. So I found this on Marketplace. Uh, there is one caveat to this truck. It's under, actually, 9,000, but a lot of miles. 228,000-plus miles on this first-gen. Is it the V8 or the V6? Uh, this is... Now, the reason oh, I ask, I, yes, the that's reason a great question. is because uh, very different powertrains. The V6 back then, I believe they were using the 4-liter in the first gen as an option, but they were really hard to find. And you can only get them with this type of cab configuration or the, the regular cab. You couldn't get them in the, the uh, crew cab mm -hmm. configuration. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure that's the V8 because it's a TRD, and the TRDs, I believe, were only paired with the V8s. So, first generation with the first generation of V8, a uh, lot of miles, but these things are known to go a million miles, I mean, if, if they're properly cared for. Well, the 4.7 V8, yeah, like you said. It's a was, robust, was, capable yeah. engine, not necessarily super powerful, but man, those things went forever if they were taken care of properly. So, once again, the, these pictures are kind of good quality, uh, shows the vehicle from every angle. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes listings, like, cut a part of the vehicle off. Which I can't, or the thumbs in the way, yeah. or they're foggy, or whatever, taken the wrong way. This but looks good. it's in somebody's driveway, so they, like, they didn't care to move it to, like, a nice location. But, but uh, still, still, these are hard to find. And, um, do you have any interior photos of this? Or yeah, what? yeah, check it out. Um, uh, Cloth interior, it's under 9K um, asking price. 
a little bit high miles, but I think these Tundras, especially if you find a good owner who's taking care of a truck, mm -hmm. um, also, also uh, look up the history and the event, right? Yes. That's, that's always really valuable. Yeah, I mean, those. I honestly will say, I used to think that the Carfax thing was a bit of a gimmick. It's not. Um, especially if you have a limited amount of information, it will give you more information, potentially. Not all vehicles are on that, but most are. And seeing the maintenance records of a vehicle is really important. And if this one was properly maintained, and it looks like it's in really good condition. Yeah, the interior looks nice. Yeah, that's a really yeah. good sign. Uh, it doesn't look like it was, it looks like it may have had a lift, though. Maybe a minor lift. It looks kind of tall in, it, in the saddle to me. Not on that picture, but the one that's a profile. And the tires are used up a little bit. Yeah. So now, doesn't it look a little Yeah, higher? it does look a little tall, but it I, comes I with be... a truck uh, topper, too. Yeah, the topper's nice. And the topper, by the way, color-coordinated, always a nice touch. I mean, somebody actually cared about the aesthetics of the vehicle, hence they may have taken uh, good care of it. But as I said, what's really funny is that I also have an uh, older Tundra in my choices as well. Okay, should we look at that now? Yeah, let's look at that now because it's kind of funny. Uh, that's the Tacoma, which comes later. Yeah. Okay. So let's look at your yeah. choice, which now, you also found on Craigslist. I did, but see where the problems are. If you're able to watch this, you can see that it's been cut off. And that really So the ticks first me image off. is just the front uh, two doors, but it's a crew cab. Right. And I have a feeling it's just somebody, see, because that picture's there, that's why I didn't hate on it totally, because they finally had a better picture of the show. And this one, this is uh, also high mileage. Uh, it's the V8. This 2004 Tundra mm -hmm, Crew Max, and this is hard to find. The, you know the large cabs. Exactly. The large cabs. That's one of the reasons why is because I wanted to find something that was the Crew Max. The price was good. The truck looks great, but 330,000 miles. The question. Okay, so now we talked about the engine, the V8 being uh, really robust, right? Yeah. Um, what I like about this listing. The person actually listed a lot of the changes or service or modifications. Exactly. They did. That's why I was like, hmm. And for some reason, that's not for some reason. There's a good reason. Tundras are still maintaining some really high value, and it's really hard to find an inexpensive first gen Tundra because I think some people are realizing, hmm, this could be a really good truck to replace whatever I'm getting rid of or where I don't have to make insane payments on. So I found this, and I still think, despite the high mileage, that it might be something worth looking at. I mean, these, once again, these engines can go a very long time. What I would recommend also with older Toyota trucks is frame. take a look at the frame. Yes. Yes. You read my mind. How yes, did you, you do that? Well, for, uh, well because, I, you know, for a while now, uh, this was a California truck. It does say that in the, the guy's uh -huh. thing. And California is coastal. And so between California and Colorado and the amount of, debris and, and rot that's potential, you need to go under a truck like this. You need to look at that frame and you need to make sure that it is secure and that it's not completely rusted out because that was a problem that some of these trucks had, especially its predecessor, the T100. Yeah, actually, I don't see any more uh, T100s on the road. There was actually one on Craigslist for 10 grand. And I'm thinking, oh my God, that's not worth it. And I love those trucks. Yeah. I still want to do a project with one of those trucks in the future before I Because they're so unique. And now I, but they're unique for a reason. The, they it, were rusting out. Well, yeah, but there was, I mean, you could, they had superchargers that you could put on these things. Yeah. That were, uh, well, anyway, so that's, that's another one of the choices. So two Toyota Tundras between the two of us. But there's a lot more on this list. Yeah, and I would say if you're interested in Tundra, 
try to wait it out a little bit. Maybe find one with slightly lower miles. Maybe I would agree. the one that doesn't have nine owners. Yeah, you know, that's that's another thing. So this truck, and once again, because there were just very few tundras that I could find, perhaps it's you know it would behoove you to wait a little while and see if you can find one that's lower miles. Yeah, I wanted to show you the Ford I found because this intrigued me. Um, this is Craigslist. This is a 1999 Ford F250 V8 turbo diesel 7.3. Dude, oh. this engine is very, very, you know, this famous, well-regarded, mm -hmm. and these trucks are hard to find. They are, at least affordable ones. Is Are the miles absolutely ridiculous? Uh, kind of. 361,000 yeah. miles. And the person is asking eight grand. So there's a couple... Well, I don't know, red flags. Uh, there is not a lot of information in the ad, although there is a kind of a few things that the owner mm -hmm. put down. But the images are not bad. Take, take a look. So the bumper in the back is bent. Okay, it's a work truck, right? It shows a hitch. Uh, toolbox. Toolbox is there. It's, it's not a crew cab. It's an extended cab. Yeah, are those wooden slats in the bed? Uh, I don't think so. Okay, I think it's got a plastic bed liner, which is dirty. Yeah, okay, <laughs> it's a that, truck. No, no, that's fine. I, for some, it looked like wooden slats for just a second, which I thought. Uh, that's the bed strange. has got some dents, you know, on the outside as mm -hmm. well, but it's a seven-three. So uh, that's why I kind of picked it because because it was you know under ten k for sure, uh, heavy truck with a desirable engine. So th this kind of leads to something that I wanted to bring up to you guys. Now, if we backed up just a couple of years, this truck would probably be worth, say, $1,000 less than it is now, I would mm -hmm. say. But just last year, this truck would have been up there at 15 or 12. So once again, when we're talking about the fact that the market is coming down, that's why when we see deals like this, it's like, hmm, this is something that's interesting. Personally speaking, once again, that mileage might make you hesitate, but it's one of the trucks that I would say is worth investigating because that's a very popular diesel. Uh, very low rust, at least from the pictures. Mm -hmm. uh, that's another uh, thing that drew me to this truck. Um, it's got an engine um, engine block heater. Oh, okay, You cool. can kind of see the uh, the electric plug Electron. hanging um, off the front. Yeah, what's of the fr it. is there a winch on the front? What is that? No, I think it's a license plate that's been kind of oh, wrapped, okay. wrapped underneath it. It's got a push bar okay. or a grill guard in the front. Yeah. Uh, and it looks like it has a kind of an aftermarket exhaust system, which is kind of a, mm. a weird sign. That's, because a, that's a, usually a flag for me. I always look. I know like to keep the truck as least, stock as possible. Yeah. yeah. But I also understand, hey, and I would do it too, that sometimes adding some components does help. Looks like it has a sidestep. It's uh, been that, bent yeah, a couple times. Yeah, so there are a couple of flights. I think this thing may have been off-roaded a little bit, judging by what's happened with the front. And perhaps, you know, this is one of those that's worth looking at all the parts underneath it to make sure they're not scratched to hell. If it was off-roaded hard, that can affect everything from the transfer case to the rear spline, everything, really. Uh, so you got to have to look. So this is, uh, I wouldn't choose this one necessarily uh, among your picks so far. Okay. I would. I might okay. look at it, That's but I don't know if I. Yeah, you wouldn't throw down your eight grand. Yeah, just by looking at the picture, okay. I wouldn't throw down my eight grand. Yeah, that's that's really fair. So once again, I wanted this to be um, stuff that caught our eye, but also some flags that sometimes red flags Absolutely. come up. Absolutely, right? this this is why we're informative uh, <laughs> and, and entertaining, and, and, by and the way, and fun. 
Well, that's the entertaining part. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, by the way, most all of these I picked uh, said clean title. That's oh very, yeah, that's I, very important. I won't do a salvage title. Uh, or if there's no title information at all. Uh, yeah, right? if they've lost the title or, or you know, hey, no, you can get a copy. It's all right. That's a red flag. So just keep that in mind. Uh, Where do you want to go? Uh, because I, I know you had a Tacoma here on your yeah, list. Yeah, I did. How about Nissan? Yes. Now, a lot of you guys know that Andre and I are very hip to the Nissan Titan. We feel that it doesn't get enough love. I love the first generation. It's still my favorite. 5.6 is a fantastic V8, even in the first gen. They're not the most efficient trucks. The It's just not quite enough going on. But this is an interesting one. When I found it, I was like, oh, my God, this thing's a unicorn because it's a long bed. And the long bed Nissan Titans were only built for a little while. And they are considered valuable. among. They look a little weird, but, I mean, it's a great work truck. And you have a full-length bed which is really cool. So I saw this one and I thought, okay, yeah, let's check it out. And, then, and all the information on it looked pretty solid. Yeah, um, I'm not a huge fan of this one. Um, I'll tell you why. First of all, I am a fan of the long bed. Uh, like you said, it's unique. I think it makes eight, for a good work truck. Eight, eight foot bed. Yeah. It's a king cap, so you still have four doors, even yeah. though they're suicide opening, right? Right. But, you know, Nissan introduced that rear door that swung all the way open. Yes, yeah, so extra, um, so you uh, can like get people in. Almost 180 degrees, which is a really cool feature. Um, I love everything. Well, good truck. This is a 2008 Titan SE. Uh, $9,000 seems like a reasonable price. Relatively low miles, at yes. 49000 Yeah, th I, th that's acceptable mileage for me. But, More than acceptable, actually. But only six pictures in a driveway? This is a private party. Yes, private party. But the interior looks nice. The engines are solid. The, the 5.6 liter um, is well regarded. You know, it the, is. The V8, even though it's thirsty. It is thirsty. Now, you have to do... There's one really important thing about these Nissans with the automatic transmissions, and there were no manual options on the uh, Titan, is you have to make sure that it doesn't have any sticking gears and that everything engages. They did have some issues with their transmissions from time to time. I've had a few Nissans that have had the uh, the five-speed automatic transmission, and there were some issues. So got to keep that in mind. But uh, and yeah, okay, maybe not a lot of pictures, and it might be just somebody who's frustrated that they actually have to sell their truck. Mm. But the other side of it is, it looks like it has a plate. It looks like it's been relatively well maintained, and they were at least smart enough to take all their crap out of there when they took the pictures. So it ticks all the boxes for me, especially if I'm looking for an inexpensive work truck. But I found another one. Okay. So let me show you uh, the Titan I found, because I did find one. It's funny that both you and I also decided to go for a Titan. Yeah. Because they could have made this all about Ford Rem, you know, if we wanted to. No, 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 no. Uh, uh, sideways. This. <laughs> yeah, they didn't know how to hold that camera. So these are horizontal pictures that were uploaded vertically. I guarantee you this uh, person's old. Uh, and th these pictures are unwatchable. Uh, you have to tilt your head uh, because they're published. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For, vertically but, uh, and I know you're going to say Andre just walk away from it now but it's a crew cab yeah. crew cabs are very popular especially if you have a family I agree um, so so $8,000 asking what year price is it? 2000... 2006 okay so that's even the older one yeah 152,000 miles so not terribly high mileage either yeah what do you think the trim is on that uh, it looks like it's got premium wheels 
So once again, it depends on the person, right? I would go check this out. And if the owner and I, you know, if I, you know, if we don't jive together, I'll probably walk away. But I just uh, felt like for a forward uh, crew cab, four wheel drive, Titan V8, eight grand was a reasonable. What's going uh, on with the price. seat right there on the front? It's got seat. a cloth, so it could be damaged. Yeah, see, that would be a red flag for me right there. It could be damaged. Seat covers. I know it's it's kind of like a give and take. Some people just want to protect their vehicle right away. They put seat covers on them, which is great. But many people put on seat covers to hide damage, uh, which also happens quite often. So keep that in mind. Don't be afraid to lift up the seat cover and look underneath it too, by the way. It could be stinky like we found out in the recent video series. We did the How F-150. Many st- oh, that F-150 yeah. was really stinky. That was yeah. the one that Roman had to drive. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, that was amazing. That was awesome. All right, let's move on to the next one. Oh, speaking of F-150s, oh, there's, there's you, a couple you, on the you list. You picked one out, right? Yes, I did, and I thought it was a really interesting pick. Um, F-150 is obviously you know, popular truck. This one was uh, 2010. 2010. And the 2010s were interesting because it was sort of the in-between model, very similar to the one we had, although different fascia. And this is when they changed the interior design around to everything being a little bit more squared off and everything. Um, Good work truck, good-looking work truck. I'm a little disappointed about some of the stuff that the person left in there, but... Well, there's a paint bucket or paint can. Yeah. There's a water bottle. Uh, but it does show the Alpine aftermarket stereo. Exactly. Um, and then you go to the details on it. So not a lot of detail. They're asking $9,500, uh, 240,000 miles, it Which says. I think is on the verge of being too much. Yeah, but like, it just depends, once again. So this is XL 4x4 mm-hmm. uh, and an extended cab, so not a full four-door. No, four but door. This, this to me is another proper work truck. It has everything on it sort of screams work truck. And but it's got seat covers, that's, dude. I know. And that's the part that... And the steering wheel cover. You know what happens sometimes? Mm. And this is another way to tell if the vehicle was outside its entire life. Mm-hmm. Like if there's like sun damage or if the steering wheel like flaking off, right? Yeah. Um, so that's one sign if the vehicle wasn't, you know... My maybe. brand, brand, brand new vehicle, which is only a few weeks old, yes. has a steering wheel cover on it. Because the base model trucks out there and cars have that plastic steering wheel, which when, on cold winter days, it sucks. So putting a little cover on it makes sense. I'm not giving this guy a green light. Yes. But I am saying that, that I, I would be willing to forgive that over the seat cover. Um, but the rest of the truck looks relatively clean. And for a decent work truck, especially one that has like manual windows, I know, I know, I, I like it's manual. simplicity. Exactly. Simplicity is, just, is just good. Such a, it's a basic truck with a killer stereo system. But you know what? At the same time, $9,500, we may need to do some negotiations with this I, I would try to get him down to eight grand. Uh, yeah, because I think he's asking high, okay. uh, even for this one. It is a 2010. After all, so the year is good uh, because it's more recent. Right. But the mileage is still pretty high, and yeah. Uh, by the way, we uh, TFL recently bought, bought the work truck, too. We talked That's about it last episode. Right. Uh, 2022 Ram 5200 Classic. Uh, that truck, and this is why we're looking at used ones, too. Sticker on that one is 41 grand. We got it for uh, just around, just under 38. Yeah, 37.5-ish. Right, which after is discounts. still a lot of money for what is a very basic pickup truck. Now, bear in mind, this is considered a full-size truck and yes you can get less expensive pickups out there but for a full-size pickup truck four by four four by four 
And that's the thing. The 4x4 makes it a lot more expensive because if you knock that off and you go for an absolutely basic rear drive truck, which doesn't work well here in Colorado, then you're now talking about a much less expensive one. But for what we went for, yeah. And I think, are we calling it stubby officially? So we did a poll on TFL Trucks YouTube page and uh, stubby won. Yeah. I think that's and a perfect I like, name. I like that. That's a perfect name for that yeah. thing. Stubby is So our Ram perfect. stubby truck, uh, we already did several videos with it. We'll do some more. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, this weekend, when you're listening, when this episode launches, we're going to do a, uh, we have a video with winter tire testing. Yes. Uh, for trucks. So so stay tuned for that. That Very important. And Roman and Tommy already did a eight mi- 800 mile, I think it was, road trip. Yeah, with they it. drove it here Bring from it Idaho. Yeah. yeah. So that's uh, another thing about finding a new truck. Um, it's hard to find. Yeah, we had to go to Boise to find ours. Over like a couple months worth of searching. Yes, a lot of searching and, you know, uh, publicly announcing that we're searching too. So so we we tried to pull, uh, you know, as many you know, strings, strings as, yep. as possible. Um, and we got it with $1,800 of rebate from Ram, which is the deal they offer to everybody. Right. And also the dealership gave us $2,500 rebate as well. Which is why so, we were able to get it for basically just under 38. But it's still very expensive for a truck. But if you want something cheaper, less expensive, I should say, you're going to have to probably go to midsize, or, well, not just midsize, even small trucks like the Ford Maverick, which you can still get for, I think, the least expensive one is between 21 and 22. But we're not talking about that here. We're talking about vehicles you can get for half of that. Exactly. Right? And including this GMC. Yes. So I struggled. Um, I really wanted a GM full-size truck on this list. Boy, that looks really familiar. Did you? Is this your old house? No. <laughs> truck. Come on. Andre had a truck that was similar, at least in terms of trim. But yours is a heavy duty. Yes. This is not my Silverado 2500. So I found the GMC Sierra. Uh, this is a 2004. I had a 2002 mm-hmm. um, a few years ago, and I, the reason why I like this truck it was low miles, 123,000 miles for 2004. But there's a big but. Can you see it? Let me let me let me zoom in. 60. Oh, rust. No, a lot of rust. Rust. Holy cow! Yeah. Rust. Rust. See, that would turn me off pretty quick if any of that was on the frame. Yes. I don't care about the body so much if I'm just a working guy, but if I go underneath there and I see holes and rust and whatnot, I'm done. I won't even entertain the thought because once the frame goes, guys, you're done. Yes. So the bed, well, so the bed is rusty, especially in the uh, wheel wells. Yeah, which is uh, typical. Which is typical, but I, w- I was thinking, oh, you can replace the bed, right? Mm, Get yeah. a flatbed for it, Suppose. do something fun, you uh. know. But the cab corners have rust. Yeah. And, and that's not easily... Mendable. If I recall, I think that these had a drainage problem. So when the rain would come or snow, it would drain down and then this, this inside little, the doors or inside right, the glass. And there was a little hole there that would let it drain, but that would easily get plugged and it would just build up and this water would just sit there and rust from the inside out. I believe that's one of the problems it would have. But I mean, it's a shame that they didn't go underneath to take pictures and say, hey, look, here's the frame, it's in great shape. You don't have to worry about it. Now, surface rust is one thing, but what we're talking about is rust that is cancered away, you know, eaten away at the frame to the point to where the frame itself is compromised. That's where the real issues start to kick in. So something to keep in mind. So I would say that's a truck worth looking at, 
but definitely it's a red flag. How and, much are they asking? Uh, eighty eighty nine hundred dollars. Okay. So I would say for a GM truck, recently my friend was asking me what would be the best used vehicle for a beginner driver, mm-hmm. 16-year-old. Oh, okay. And the, the speaking of trucks, uh, that topic came up because trucks are big, mm-hmm. right? They're relatively safe just because of their size. Yeah. Right? Yes, a new driver who is 16 may bump into a few things. Uh, hopefully not. But Well, with a full-size may. truck, they're going to take things out. <laughs> but it also will protect them, hopefully, right? Because right. it's a big vehicle, a lot of metal surrounds them. And I love the 5.3 in this truck. The V8 Vortec engine was a solid motor, not a lot of miles. So from that standpoint, it's attractive. But you're right. I would walk away because of the rest. Yeah. No, once again, rest. though, I mean, unless if this looks like a good deal, go underneath it. Have a look. And know? I struggled. I just love the engine, the powertrain. The interior is amazing. Yeah, it looks uh, great. Amazing interior quality. So I would say either wait. If you do want a GM truck in this price range, wait, find a slightly better one. Yeah. Or increase your price maybe to 11 something, you know. Something. Which will allow you to, of course, look at nicer trucks. But, yeah. but the point here is, of course, that we want to stick with $10,000 or under for the most part. So let's come to the next so, one. So that was a no-no, kind of. So let's look at the next one you found. This is from your list. Oh, mm. the Tacoma. This, yeah, is, this looks good very interesting. Tacoma. The Tacoma's... Especially the older generation, I believe this is a two. Th- well, this is a two. Let, let me look it up. Uh, t- eight. Eight. That's right. Yes. Uh, two thousand eight was. That means that it's got what I think is one of the. How do I put it? It's not the most attractive of all the Tacomas. It's an in between one, sort of, because it has the kind of the funky headlights. But the overall setup on that truck. Yeah, I, some people like this, Sorry. and some people don't. That's two I, generations back. There's nothing wrong with the look of this truck for me personally. Yeah. Um, so I, first of all, it's a good it's, looking. It's truck. in black color, so it may turn some people off. Some people love that. Yeah. Um, but just listen to some specs: a hundred and thirty-seven thousand miles, which I think is for Tacoma quite good. Yeah, for under very low grand. miles. Yeah. So this is a four-liter, which they still. <sighs> Put in their forerunners to this day. Yes, the four liters, yes. the best Toyota engine in my book. It, well, that one in that 3.4, I think it was. Really, really good V6s. And it's just, it's strong. Not the best V6 out there, but a really good one. And they last forever if you take care of them. Tires looked good on this one. Uh, also, uh, so there's a little bit of damage in the front. It's, uh, it looked like a little fender bender. Yeah, that, that didn't turn me off. I don't really think of it no. as being too so, bad. Great, great powertrain. Mm-hmm. Lots of images. But see, what's important is that the person was willing to take a picture of that. And very That's upfront. Very upfront. So important that they're willing to show the damage and talk about the pros and cons. There's a be- there's a dent in the tailgate. Yep. Once again, shown mm-hmm. very very clearly. There is no license plates at all. I'm guessing they pulled them off. That's yeah, my just guess. for privacy. Right, rather than wipe them out. Um, yeah. Once again, close up of the damage. Exactly. Really, really great. See, this is and and they closed up with the hood, which is actually very typical where the paint peel is. The hood and the roof are faded. Mm-hmm. Yes, but it's not bad because there's no rest. So you could either, you know, paint it. You could line exit. You can do many different things to it. I really wouldn't line exit hood personally, <laughs> but I I would paint it or something. Okay. Which you How know, about this uh, decal, the matte finish decal. Actually, so, that's a really simple and you know, inexpensive, inexpensive way of way. doing it to make yeah. it look really good. 
Maybe even the roof would match with Ooh, that. Wait and a minute. It looks like they had a rack up there and that they drilled it directly into the uh, roof. And a little bit of rust, surface rust on the roof. It doesn't look like it's too bad, though. And I, it would take a weekend to refinish that with a rattle can and at least make it rust-proof. Drop-in liner, I'm not a big fan of those, but... No, it's not a drop-in liner. Sorry. No, no. No, that, this is a different... That's right. This is not. This is uh, the... This is their bed. Right. No, which, no, yeah. Which has the uh, uh, compartments that have storage in them and everything else. Yeah, uh, because they had composite beds for, that's for right. many, many years, which is, a, which is really, really cool. It's a huge it plus. Rust. Exactly. It doesn't rust. And they're very strong. Um, Wheels are good. Tires yeah, look tires good. Tires look really good. Interior. And once again, oh, manual transmission? Yeah. Dude, I want to actually go out there and maybe look at this truck. Uh-huh. And then, no, by serious. the way, this is we just got these today. So when you're seeing this and listening to this, it's entirely possible that some of these vehicles are still for sale on the local Craigslist. Check out the um, the, the dash. Yeah, that. Hold uh, on. The, yeah, let me let me go there to the yeah. dash. The interior is quite nice. Yeah, I like the fact that it's all been vacuumed. It looks clean. They have some plastic in the front. That's great. They just wanted to keep this thing in really good condition. I love this. Love it. Very simple. Yes, there's a bit of plasticky feeling. I don't care. But it's an older truck. Exactly. Manual transmission. Uh, you know the handbrake that's kind of right by yep. your right knee? That's really, really Some cool. Some people love those. And they're actually really, I think they're good for off-roading. I do prefer, of course, a proper handbrake that's you know between the two seats that you pull up. But in this case, it works out all right. They and showed I, the odometer very clearly. Right. They did show the odometer. All in all, I think this is a really clean-looking truck. It's hard to get a nice newer Tacoma. For anything under 15. You, you miss your old Tacoma, don't I you? I do, because this does look like it, doesn't it? It's, it's a similar color. Yeah. It's a, it's a newer generation. This is, this is the generation, actually, almost, technically two generations after, if you think about the, fr the refreshed one. Yeah. Uh, but this one would be, if I didn't have kids. Your brand new truck. Or my wife, or my brand new little uh, pickup, <laughs> I, I would consider this absolutely. I love older Tacomas. Love them. So this one looks like a really good potential truck. Really solid And I have one. a feeling that if you're talking to the individual who's selling it, you might be able to knock off a little bit of money. When people put in you know, $9,650, in their head they're thinking, I'll take $9,650. Yeah. They're thinking, you know, I'll take $9,000. I, I can almost guarantee you that they'd be willing to go at least that, if not more. I don't think I would offer eight because I don't think I'd take it. And they were very upfront about the condition of the That's truck. what I like. Yes. That's what Although I like. they did not show under the hood. Yeah. Which, is which is weird. It, that didn't pop the hood. Yeah, I know. They have 25 I, I images here. I know. I know. I agree. Anyway. I, I really, I would like to see uh, an image of it. And maybe the engine's dirty and they're worried about it taking away from the thing. We just don't know. So, but for the most part, I thought that was a really good ad and a nice looking little truck. I think I might surprise you with this one. Uh, I got one to surprise you one later. Okay. So, way too easy. So, so, bam. That this is Dakota. just. Dakota. Oh, those are rare. So that is. It's probably the four-cylinder too, isn't it? Uh, no. Oh, it's a no, V6. No, 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 no. That's a V8. It's a V8 two-door. In that little stubby. Re oh. Regular stubby. Oh. Look, two, two. So that's got the 318. <laughs> yes. 4.7. 4.7 full wide four. This is a, the stubby so of the stubby of stubbies. Yeah. It's a short bed, two-door, four-wheel drive, V8 powered. It's not a manual, of course. But still a very clean, and under the hood, I'll show you. Hold on. Bam. There's that Magnum. Can you that? Hold on. Actually, the engine bay looks pretty clean. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Hold on, let me. I was wrong yeah. about the 318, by the way, guys, and I've done that before. 
Well, but anyway, but this, still, is, the V8, this is it, a newer 4.7. Yeah, the, the Magnum. And um, these are not easy to find. Not with the V8, no. Those things, I mean, and this is what was cool about them. The seats are a little, mm, I don't They're know They're seat covers. Yeah, and they look that's been well used. <laughs> um, but wait, wait. Look at this number. It does not have a one in front of it. 83,000 miles? 83,000 miles. Really? And, and, and they're asking, hold on, let me zoom out, 10 grand. 2002 Dodge Dakota that's pickup. A com- that's an interesting little truck. Now, there are a couple issues with that. Because you have such a short wheelbase, it's not an ideal truck for towing. But if you're looking for a little project to make an off-roader or just a little runabout that has some serious grunt, this might be your truck. Looks really clean. I, th- this generation of Dakota is my favorite. I call it the rounded one or a roundy or whatever I call it. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember. It is kind of smoothed uh, out. Yeah. yeah. Now, I prefer the extra cab. I think that that one is the best looking aesthetically and also most logical because then you have, a, you know, you could put extra passengers in there. But all in all, this setup is fantastic. Is this four-wheel drive? Yes. Wow. Yes, so the description says 2002 Dakota, 83,000 original miles. Three owners. Clean title, uh, $10,000 cash. That's what the uh, ad says. 4x4 V8, 4.7. Three plus owners, plus. There's a plus. Mm. So, but still, this is not turning me off. Low mileage. I would test drive it, of course. I would look underneath it. I would go through it. Yeah, these Dodges can rust a lot. But this one shows zero, even no bubbling. No, yeah. Nothing. No, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not freaking out at all at this. I would say that... What is that? Wait, 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 wait. So wait, there, wait, was wait. A, there was a four-wheel drive switch. No, not that. What? What's that? That's a CD that somebody left. A CD. Oh, it's a CD. I yeah. thought that was an ashtray filled with cigarette butts. No, no, no. <laughs> it totally looked like it. Just when you glance at it, didn't it? Yes, there's glasses on there, too. Okay, okay. So they could have removed the CD. I mean, With, uh, yeah. Totally fine. Sorry. Okay. It's like, that's a big no-no, by the way. Uh, oh, some, a, a former thank smoker's you. vehicle is not a great idea. Very hard to get the smoke smell out if you don't like that. By the way... My one of my pet peeves, uh, also looking at these trucks, there's sometimes once in a while, maybe once a day, I would notice too good to be true, mm. right? Yeah. And sometimes, you know, you could kind of call the person and find out more details, but smoking is one that's not shown usually in pictures because, well, you have to be there to smell it. First yep, of all. that's true. I, and if it's too good to be true, there could be a smoker involved. The, real quick. Pointers yes. on finding smokers in the vehicle. Maybe it smells a little weird or there's too much freshener in there or something. The ashtrays usually pop right out. Pop out the ashtray, look underneath it, and see if there's extra ash. Easy way to find it. Also, look under the floor mats and on the side pillar of the vehicle, usually smokers, when they're driving, will roll down the window and flick their ash out, which means that some of the embers will actually penetrate right by where the seatbelt is, just above the pillar, and you can actually discover, oh yeah, there's a little bit of that. And the headliner, sometimes there'll be a little cigarette hole there or in the seat, which might be why the covers are there. So you can clearly see it's just a little round mark, and that is going to be a good sign that there was a former smoker, meaning that interior, eventually that smell that's sprayed in there is gonna go away, and it's gonna smell like an ashtray. But I don't think this one is too good to be true because they're asking 10K, which is a little bit high for the market mm. for this one. Because I've been looking at Dakotas But they're recently. so rare. And, yes. Like this, I mean. But I've seen also low-mileage Dakotas 
uh, crew caps for well, under eight. Yes, I have two, and you know me, I love those. Yes. But uh, those, I think, aren't as rare. Perhaps that's what they're thinking is, hey, I got a unicorn here. Mm. Maybe, okay. maybe. So, so there you go. So now you said there's something that may surprise me. Uh-huh, and for more than one reason. Okay. That's oh! the one. <laughs> Guys, I know, I know this is anything but a modern truck. But look how clean oh, this Mazda it's is. It's stuck in time. Yes. And 1989 Mazda B-Series B2200. Not a 4,000. No, I, wa I wanted to get on you about that. <sighs> now, Andre actually bought from TFL the Ford, which is labeled it's a Mazda. A Mazda. It's a Ford. Um, it was a Ford Ranger with a brand sharing with Mazda. And... Uh, it, and he took it home, and he and his dad turned it into a very nice truck. No doubt there. But I always loved the B2000, the B2200s like these. And this one is in remarkably good shape, and it has super low miles for a truck like this. Now, you know how uh, I just bought a Hyundai Santa Cruz? I love little trucks. Mm -hmm. Well, this is actually in the era of little trucks. These are much smaller than the midsize trucks of today. And they're so practical, and they're so efficient. Not fast, not at all, but they're no. really cool little trucks. And this one looks fantastic. And this one from a used car dealer. Uh, obviously, there's no affiliation between us. And no, anything. we're not giving them any free uh, anything. They're not with, giving with us. None of these. None. We're not affiliated. We were just looking. Um, and let me look at the information they provided. So 126,000 miles for an 89. So that's low miles. Are you, that's very low miles. What is that? Uh, it's like 30 years plus. That's, you know, that's very low mileage. Um, two liter, it says here, rear wheel drive, so it's not a 4x4. Four four. It's not a 4x4, four four, but a little work truck like this, I still think is absolutely worth looking into. The price is a little steep. I would probably try to get it around seven. I've They're asking seven. nine, basically. Yeah, it's 89, yeah. 99. Um, I would try, I'd try to, st I would start at seven and see where they go with this, but it's a dealership and Usually when you're dealing with individuals, they're a little bit more prone to... Look how clean this is. Oh, my God. Like I said, it's stuck it, in time. Yeah, it's a time bubble. It's a time capsule. Look at this. The, the plastic is not cracked, or at least I don't see cracked it, plastic. I, I looked very carefully at this. I had my nose against the screen. It actually left some... Yeah, and it, I mean, I believe five-speed manual transmission. Yes. Um, Look at the seat. It looks like it's never exactly. been sat in. Or replaced in brand new. I mean, doesn't wow. that look great? So... There's a lot of people out there who just need a little truck to be a little truck. And I love the fact that they used AstroTurf as a bed liner. Yes. That's but, awesome. But it's got a truck topper, so the bed looks perfect. Yes. Maybe, and it's color matched, of course. So maybe it was born like this. Maybe the, um, the topper actually came with this truck. Everything I'm looking at at this truck ticks off the right boxes. I, of course, I would prefer a 4x4, especially living here in Colorado. But I know a lot of people are just looking for a basic little truck. And this, stuff like this. Man, I just saw that and my jaw hit the table. I love these old trucks. Put some great snow tires on. Put some sandbags in the back. Yeah. Get some traction on it. Oh, yeah. And we and got a lot of emails going. from people like, dude, you don't need 4x4. Four four. You could just totally do what he just said. Put snow tires on it throw uh, sandbags in the back. And you're right. Um, but on top of that, let's say that you just need something that's just a little work truck. This is perfect. So. Yes. Yeah, I'd, for a contractor or, mm -hmm. you know, if you have to drive around, deliver stuff. Yeah, that's, you got to do just a ton of miles. It's They're easy. They're, they're very cheap to insure, very easy to get through smog. I'm willing to bet this thing will breeze through it. 
So, okay, so we're reaching kind of the end of our list. Yeah, I added, I had an extra truck in there too. So, uh, me uh, too. Yeah. Um, so let me show you something I got. I, I have, I found another GM. Like once again, we wanted. Well, I wanted to give love to most oh, manufacturers. Oh, now that I recognize even yeah, more. Yeah. So yeah. You can't get away from it. No. And you thought the GMC looked like my truck. This looks That's, like my truck. Even the wheels look like the ones that you had. Almost. This is not a heavy duty. Once again. That's why I couldn't find a diesel under this price. No, here. you, I, would, you I, wouldn't, I not yet. I, yeah, I couldn't, especially in good condition. Um, so look at this, one owner, 2000. No accidents. Uh, yes. Is it the 5.3 in this or? 2002 Chevy Silverado 1500, short bed, but it's an extended cab. Let's, let me click here. 222,000 miles, it's not ridiculous. A little Z, bit on the high Z71, side. Z71, 5.3 V8. Yep. Um, and actually, they have a lot of information here. So I like I, that. I'm kind of believing that this is one owner. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because sometimes people say one owner, but they, you know, it ends up and being once something a, else. And that's easy enough to look up. In some cases, you could go on the Carfax and go, oh, hmm, yeah. 20 owners, really? Yeah. Um, so I'm not advertising. They're not paying us for anything. But it is true that you can do that. There are other services out there that will do that as well. But what a lot of dealerships are doing now, and certain owners who get it, are providing those for free. Here, here's the Carfax on it, you know, and giving you all the information, which, which is great if they do it. Should. That is a clean-looking truck. Look at this. Look at the condition. Zero rust. It's got the original from, moldings. From the outside, yeah. Yeah, from the outside. Original moldings. Uh, somebody went to uh, to trouble to get it to a parking lot in a park. Mm -hmm. It's got a nice Ooh, uh, so leather, it's got the leather package. Leather interior. That means, I think, heated front seats. It's very possible. Z71, once again, an off-road uh, off type mm -hmm. of uh, group, probably G80, of course. Now, the seats are, have been used, but they're not ripped. I don't see any rips, which is a very good sign. And these are famous for ripping. You know, yes, they, exactly. They, well, your, yours had that. Yes, mine yeah. had rips. And the Hummer H2 we had also had rips. It certainly did. Yeah. Oh, those look New like, tires. Yeah, those are those Goodyear's? Newish. Newish. Uh, Goodyear Duratrax, dude. It's on Duratrax. By the way, those this, are expensive tires. Uh, another pet peeve, brand new tires on a v truck for sale yeah. could be masking some problems too. You know, like if the tri tires were worn unevenly and somebody just throws new tires, they may be masking problems. In some cases, I would agree, but somebody but spent, exactly, because they spent a lot of money putting four, like serious off-road tires. These are really good off-road tires on this truck. Expensive. And so somebody, which, but does mean that maybe they uh, four by four did a little bit or off-road it, could I should be. say. So I would crawl underneath it if I was looking to see if there's any bash damage. Yes. But I do like all the pictures. There a lot of details on the side. Good-looking truck. Very popular color. This gold color was all over well, the place. Well, I don't know why, but early 2000s, everything GM made. Was either pewter or Or gold. this, yeah. yeah. I don't know why, but maybe it was, you know, People just liked it, or maybe dealership ordered those colors and everybody it was bought it. Pre Mary Barra, it was before her period. Okay. Before the time she came in. Yes. Uh, I, now that she's I don't, there, I don't know the history. No more pewter. Oh wait a minute! You found an interesting uh -huh. truck here. Yes, I found a work truck. Once again, right. I wanted to find a work truck, and I wanted to find one that just was really basic. And this one has something very interesting with it, which I believe is. Uh, Predates the Pentastar V6 by four years. What? Yes, this is the old V6, which some people hated, but they were known to be fairly reliable. 
This is a 2004 Ram 1500. They're asking 89.50, right. so just under 9,000. The says, mileage is really good. A low miles, but once again, two-wheel drive, six-banger. Yes, which is super let's, rare for Colorado. Let's take a look. But once again, I'm, I was just looking for a strict work truck. I know some of you guys out there do not want four-wheel drive. It does create you know, a vehicle that has less efficiency, and some people think that it's premature wear on certain components. But the interior looked really good on this one. Uh, that, the, the, one of the problems it's, that's it's having... It's a quad cab. It is a good. quad cab. Um, the rear, uh, whatchamacallit, um, the bed cover is broken, according to the guy, but he says that it's relatively easy to fix. Curious about that. Tires look like they're in pretty good shape. Once again, very simple truck. Steelies. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so no fuss, no moss. Exactly. Um, it's got a Texas plate in Colorado, which is one tiny sign. Or maybe they just moved here. Well, that, that's what I think. Judging by the neighborhood they're in and everything else, they most likely moved here. Um, and on top of that, you do have to pay an out-of-state fee when you're licensing new or used vehicles from out-of-state. However, if they're used, it is a lot cheaper than when they're new. But you still are going to be paying quite a bit. Now, it looks like it was bedlined, um, and it looks like it was done by hand. Yeah, this does not look like a factory or a proper, like, you know, aftermarket. It, it doesn't bother me, though. It looks like they but had, like, a, masking okay. tape, and they just didn't do a great job on it. That's okay, like but you said. I, I think it's fairly well taken care of. Somebody just used it as a good old work truck in Tejas. And um, quad cab means it's a four full-size door. I'm sorry, four opening doors. Right, rather but than... But the rear doors are a little shorter. Yes, basically. they are. So the, so the back seat is pretty small. But these just are outstanding work trucks. The city, I know that the um, city and county in California bought a ton of these. Uh, exactly the same truck, the V6, and uh, they're all white. And then, you know, of course, they got the livery from the um, you know, county. And some guys put on 250, 350,000 miles on these things, and they were still running strong, and they would go to auction. So the low mileage on this, I know the V6 is a weak, weak engine. I think it's like 215 horsepower or something. Very, very low. But we just bought a brand new V6 Ram. Which has a lot more power. Yes, 300 the new Pedestar, 305. Yeah, and it's also more efficient, and it has more gears, and blah, 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 blah. This would be the, the, the equivalent of that, but it has more space for human beings. Yep. And it's rear drive, which isn't as good, I guess. And also, uh, this could be a plus or a minus. It does not have a hitch. So first of all, it's, yeah, it wasn't towing. yeah. But so it wasn't you stressed. Have, you will have to add something to it if you wanted to tow. Right. So you'd probably three or four hundred dollars in order to put on a proper, you know, tow setup on this. But you may not want to tow in the mountains with a V6, especially this older V6. Yes. So you have to just pick and choose, right? Right. But I thought, in terms of just a proper working truck, that thing really struck a chord with me. So. So I had one more surprise for you, just okay. really, really fast, because I've just been um, looking at some of these and. Some of these oh, catch my eye. you know how much I love those. Nissan Xterra. We really need to buy one of those for the studio at some point in time. So this one is overpriced, or at least they're asking $9,500 for a 2005. How many miles does it have? Nissan Xterra with 190,000 miles. Ooh. But I think this person knows where they live. They live in Colorado. Mm -hmm. They know that clean Xterras are... Well, that's definitely had a lift. It had a lift. It has custom wheels and tires. Um, and it has a roof rack, very which is very roof. fancy. Yeah, very fancy schmancy. But still, I wanted to throw this in because I think some of these exteriors, especially the off-road package, you know, before the Pro 4X, 
It yeah. was called the off-road. Yeah. Uh, also, manual transmissions. Oh, that has a manual? No. Oh. Well, blah, 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 blah. not this one. I'm saying unicorns. The manual transmission yeah. six-speed um, is so, a unicorn. And I'm talking about the more recent generation. I'm not talking about the first generation. Well, there's really um, three generations because there's that middle one where you could find them supercharged. Uh, granted, getting the fourth generation. Those liter are V6, the real unicorns. Yes. Yeah. Manual supercharged Xterra, super, super rare. I think there's like two of them in existence. <laughs> Seriously, or they're yeah. there almost. But you could still find them. And by the way, the supercharged uh, Frontier and Xterra from that time. Great trucks up here if you can find one with less than say three hundred thousand miles on them. Well, this one is approaching two hundred k. Yeah, that's so that's a lot of not mileage. ideal, but still I noticed. Can I see that more of the pictures though? It's a good so, looking truck. So ninety five hundred dollars there. Once again, they're asking. Uh, here is. A I mean, if you're more. looking for an alternative to a Wrangler for under ten grand, um, it's certainly a pretty. Here's truck. some interior. Hold on. Uh, looks like an aftermarket stereo, maybe. Is there more? No. There, for some reason, they didn't mm -hmm. include a lot of pictures. So I, I, I don't like the fact there's not a lot of pictures. And what about the details? Are, is there a lot of details? Not much. There's a cargo area they're showing. There's a rear. No, I'm referring to the actual written details. Oh, oh, oh. oh. Uh, good condition, it says. Not a ton of detail. Yeah. That's not a gr Oh, here. Apple CarPlay, JBL speakers. Oh, you can see more. Upgraded yeah. suspension. This is there. Is there awesome. we go. That's what I wanted to see. Yeah, custom okay. roof rack. It so they did have provide some wear and tear on the inside. Old man Emu setup. So suspension has been which, redone. Yeah, the OME setup, by the way, really good for Nissan products out there. They are. I actually looked at them for my Pathfinder shortly before it was destroyed. Um, so Nathan, yeah, you, you, that was you, cool. You know, I'm going to ask you this. Yeah, the Mazda. That's your pick? That's my pick. The B2200? I love that little thing. <laughs> I mean, the other ones are cool. Actually, I like the, the old Ford truck, the 1928, I think, Ford truck was okay, kind of cool. Okay. But I don't know if I want to challenge. That is an immediate, out-of-the-box, just cool little retro thing. Piece of history, really. Yeah. And I, I, I love that period in time. I mean, that's, that's when I graduated high school. So, you know. Well, don't date yourself. Uh, everybody knows I'm an old man. The point is, is that I think it's a cool little worker. Um, I would probably prefer a 4x4, though, for winter. So the only other option on that list that kind of tickled my fancy would be, of course, a Toyota Tacoma. Okay. That's actually really cool, too, though. I like that one. I, from my list, and I've been thinking really, really hard, uh, the Tundra I showed you guys. Yeah, um, that's a good-looking truck. It's not the full four-door. Actually, the Tundra you picked with a crew cab. Yeah, but that one had an awful lot of miles. I know, on it. I know, I know. But this these, one looks like it'll be happier off road. But to these first gen Tundras are really kind of uh, piquing my interest as long as the frame is intact. Exactly. That's my only thing. It's the most important thing you can do with these Tundras is making sure. Other problems, well, there weren't that many. There are sure, there are plenty, you know, especially for an old truck. They, you know, they did the recall, up. right? And some people actually had their frames replaced. That T100 especially. Yes. That was like, can you imagine? Uh, having the frame removed from your truck, the unbolting it, bolt, unbolting all the stuff there, and then putting on a different frame and putting it back, they lost millions. But... You know what would be equivalent of this? If you and I went to the doctor and they said, you need your spine replaced. Yeah. That's insane. And we're not politicians. <laughs> well, that works on so many levels. Oh. But, uh, but that's the truth. I mean, 
that it's it's that important to the truck, and they have to they removed it and replaced it. So you might as well just buy a new truck at that point in time. But fine. you know they they went and did that. So look at the frame on these uh, Toyotas, or actually all the trucks really. I mean, it's just important. And you never know where they lived. I mean, if they're in the Pacific Northwest or actually in the Northeast, there's a lot of moisture, there's a lot of snow, yeah. and there's crap salt that's salt and, and yeah. all the mag chloride, whatever they're using, that can really contaminate and eat away at a frame. So keep that in mind. Well, in the comments below, let us know what you think, first of all, from our picks. Yeah. And also, maybe you have another interesting pick for under 10K. And once again, we want these to be kind of daily drivers that people can just buy and without a lot of money, right. put it back on the road and start driving. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to reverse that. I really think I would take the Toyota over the, the Mazda. But the Mazda would be my second choice. There you go. Okay. Hey. I think on this one, we... Toyota. Yeah, Toyota won this one. Yes. By the way, guys, I bet you're going to say, well, what about this one? What about that one? This was just what was available on Craigslist that we found today. So, yes, there, there's definitely other trucks that we would choose. By the way, I looked at Jeep trucks. Oh, yeah? I wanted to give some love to Jeeps, but they were all like pre-1970. Maybe needed uh, a little uh, bit of work. Uh, and yeah. 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 So okay. I, I tried. That was a good effort, my friend. <laughs> there you have it. All right, guys. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving, and take it easy. And once again, be careful with that trip to fan. And, of course, we'll see you next week as well on uh, Talking Trucks Podcast. See ya. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.